0: hope to many around the globe, transforming lives into legacies, Live In Word with Pastor Mansa Otebill. And now, today's word. All right. Now, when God spoke to Abraham, Sarah was not there. So faith comes by hearing the word of god sarah didn't hear the word of god so the bible says when god spoke to abraham abraham believed god and it was counted to him for righteousness the moment god gave him promise abraham believed and so it was counted to him for righteousness but sarah didn't hear the word of god sarah believed in abraham abraham came to sarah and said god spoke to me I'm going to be the father of many nations. In me, all nations will be blessed. And my children or my seed will produce the Messiah. And Sarah said, Sweetheart, I believe you. I believe what God said. So she believed Abraham, but Abraham believed God. It's two different things. Believing in a man of God is not the same as believing in God. So... Sarah believed the man of God. But she hadn't heard God. Abraham believed God. It was counted to him for righteousness. And the moment Abraham believed God, the promise started working in his life. All right. Because Sarah believed that the promise was to Abraham, when she realized that she and Abraham were not producing a child. She says to Abraham, you are the man God called. You are the one with a promise. You are the one who must produce the, the, the line of the Messiah. So if I'm not able to give you that child, I'm going to bring my maid. And you're going to have a child with a maid. And that child, when it's produced, will help you fulfill the call on your life. Because as far as Sarah was concerned, the promise is to Abraham. So you know the story. Sarah brought her maid. Abraham had a child. The child is called Ishmael. So you can tell by the time Ishmael is born that Abraham can produce a child. When did he have the capacity to produce a child? 25 years earlier when God spoke to him. He believed God. It was counted to him for righteousness. His body was activated. He could produce a child. So Abraham has shown he can produce a child. So they bring the child to God and say, God, well, you said the seed, I've produced a seed. And God says, no, 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 that's not what I had in mind. Genesis chapter 17, I want you to follow this carefully. Genesis 17, verse 15 to 19. It says, then God said to Abraham, As for Sarai, your wife, You shall not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall be her name. And I will bless her also and give you a son by her. Then I will bless her and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of people shall come from her. Then Abraham fell on his face and laughed and said in his heart, Shall a child be born to a man who is a hundred years old? And shall Sarah, who is ninety years old, bear a child? And Abraham said to God, O Lord, that Ishmael might live before you. So Abraham himself, he believed God had a promise for him, but he didn't believe Sarah could really produce the child of promise. So he's laughing, and he says, God, I've already given you a seed. I've given you Ishmael. Just use Ishmael. And listen to what God said. Then God said, no. No. Sarah, your wife, shall bear you a son. And you shall call his name Isaac and I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant and with his descendants after him. So God is saying, when I spoke to you, it wasn't just you alone I, was, I had in mind. It was Sarah too because the child I have in mind is going to be the child between you and Sarah and not you and somebody else. So you can produce a billion children. That's not what I'm talking about. What I have in mind is between you And Sarah Now so at this time Two things I want you to note Abraham himself doesn't believe Sarah can produce a child And Sarah herself Doesn't believe she can produce a child She believes it's all Abraham's Problem problem, or Abraham's Prophecy Now when Sarah is 90 years old Something very interesting Happened She had a visitation from God I want you to look at that story. Chapter 18, Genesis. When the angel of the Lord visited with the other companions, they were going to Sodom and Gomorrah to destroy it. Abraham entertained them and they began to speak about Sarah. Please listen carefully. Then they said to him, where is Sarah your wife? So he said, here in the tent. And he said, I will certainly return to you according to the time of life. And behold, Sarah, your wife, shall have a son. Sarah was listening to the tent door which was behind him. Now, Abraham and Sarah were old, well advanced in age. You know, the Bible is very interesting. It didn't say just old. But it just explains well advanced in age. And Sarah had passed the age of childbearing. Three descriptions, old, well-advanced in age, and nothing is happening. Verse 12, therefore Sarah laughed within herself, saying, After I have grown old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord, being old also. Now, that requires deeper translation, and I'm not going to go into that. But he who has ears, let him hear what Sarah is saying. Sarah is saying... Even the process is not happening. Verse 13. And the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I bear a child since I'm old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time, I'll return to you according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. But Sarah denied it, saying, I did not laugh, for she was afraid. And he said, No, but you did laugh. Now, What I want you to note is that this is the first time Sarah heard that she could produce a child. This is the first time. How does faith come? Faith comes by hearing the word of God. He knew, she knew Abraham could. She knew there was a promise on Abraham's life. But she didn't know that God could use her. She thought God could use other people, but she didn't know that God could use her until this day when she's hiding in the tent and she hears a prophetic word from the Lord. And when she hears it the first time, she says, I don't think it will happen. Then the angel says, why are you laughing? And all of a sudden she took it serious and says, I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm not laughing. So, Something happened. Please go with me again in your Bible to Hebrews chapter 11, when the Bible is talking about the people of faith. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 11. Hebrews 11, 11, and 12 says, By faith. By faith. Everybody say, By faith. faith. Say, By faith. How does faith come? By hearing and hearing the word of God, it says, By faith, Sarah herself also. By faith, Sarah. It, and you know, when the Bible is making statements, you, you have to, no word is useless in the Bible. The, the Bible could have said, By faith, Sarah. But it said, By faith, Sarah herself also. Now also means in addition to So somebody had had faith Before but now Sarah Herself Also is about to have Faith. It says by faith Sarah herself Somebody say Sarah herself Turn to somebody and say you yourself yourself. It's not your pastor's faith It's not a prophet's faith It's by faith Sarah herself Somebody say me myself me, myself my own, my own faith You know the problem with many people Is they rely on other people's faith And what is happening in church today People rely on the pastor's faith On the man of God's faith Oh, my pastor said Oh, the prophet said The man of God says No, it says by faith Sarah herself You can't have faith care of somebody You have to have your own faith My children must have their own faith. My wife must have her own faith. I must have my own faith. My members must have their own faith. And if my children must have their own faith, you must have your own faith. Somebody say, me myself. If anything is going to happen to you this month, it's not because of my faith. Pastor Otebel's faith. It's you yourself. So... Please note, by faith, by faith, by faith, by faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed. Mm. And she bore a child when she was past the age because she judged him faithful who had promised. So when did Sarah herself have faith? It was when the angel came and said, next year by this time, Sarah shall have a child. And for the first time, it is not Abraham's faith. It is not Abraham saying, God spoke to me. It is Sarah hearing directly from God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. When Sarah heard that, she started with laughter and unbelief. But she took it serious. And the Bible says, by faith, Sarah herself received strength. Now, it says Sarah herself also received strength. It means somebody had received strength earlier. Who received strength earlier? The the one who heard from God. I'll make you a father of nations. Abraham received strength. And we saw it. He could produce a child. Hagar is the proof. But now... Sarah herself also is saying, What Abraham received, I can also receive. What Abraham heard, I have also heard. If God promised to Abraham, he has promised me also. So she herself also receives strength to conceive when she was past the age. Somebody will receive strength to conceive when she is past the age. Sarah herself received strength. How did she receive strength? Because she judged him faithful who had promised. She says, I have heard from Jehovah and he is a faithful God. And then look at how Hebrews concludes their story. It says, therefore from one man and him as good as dead were born many as the stars of the sky in multitude, innumerable as the sand which is by the shore. So, why did God promise Abraham 25 years earlier Took 25 years later? Because Abraham was walking in faith. But for a child to be born both Abraham and the wife must be in faith it took sarah 24 years to her self belief and the moment she believed they came into spiritual alignment when everything is synchronized and there is a release of that miracle what god was waiting for was not abraham god was waiting for sarah herself To also believe. And the moment Sarah herself believed, there is spiritual alignment. And next year, Isaac comes, the child of laughter. Sometimes the answer to your prayer requires somebody to also be in agreement. Especially when you are married. Both of you must be in agreement. If, 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 if the two, listen to me, couples, if the two of you are believing God for a child and one of you is out experimenting with girlfriends, there is no faith. There is no agreement. If I'm in business with you and I'm believing God for prosperity, but you are stealing, there is no agreement. So I may believe God and receive strength. But because the thing involves the two of us, there can be a delay and a protraction of the process. It doesn't mean God is not faithful. God is faithful. But in anything that requires more than one person, you yourself must be involved. That's why many times when Jesus healed people, he would tell them, your faith has made you whole. Not my power, your faith. Yes, I have power, but your faith. Has made you whole. Jesus went to his hometown. The Bible says he could not work any miracles. People think everybody Jesus prayed for God healed. No, in his hometown, miracles could not be worked. Because the people didn't believe. it's, It's not a one way thing. There has to be faith. There has to be agreement. In between the time you pray and the delay. Don't give up because time is not you're not seeing the thing on time because you have to stay in faith and God will continue. In this instant, Abraham continued believing, continued believing, continued believing, until God had to send another angel to come to their house and speak to the hearing of Sarah for Sarah herself to believe. And then the next year, the child is born. Sometimes when there is spiritual misalignment, prayer can be delayed. So I've given you two reasons. Spiritual warfare, misalignment. So we're going to pray about some things today. We're going to pray about something. Let's rise up. We're going to pray for a few things. The first thing we want to pray, which is the most important thing we should always pray for, is believe God for the salvation for all your family members. God doesn't want you just to be saved. He wants every member of your family. And in Africa, when we say family, we don't mean mother, father, children. No, we are not Europeans. When we say every family member, it means, yes, father, mother, children, but includes brothers and sisters. It includes cousins, nephews, second cousins third cousins, fourth cousins, fifth cousin, twice removed. They are all our family. <laughs> Uncles, aunties, grandparents, all of them. So think of every member of your family. God wants you not to go to heaven alone. You are taking your whole bloodline to heaven. You're taking your whole bloodline. So we're going to pray for our family members. And, uh, I'll just read two scriptures and that's your evidence this is the evidence we are presenting to God 2nd Peter 3 9 the Lord is not slack concerning his promise as some call count slackness but is long suffering toward us not willing that any should perish but that all shall come to repentance that is God's word he wants everybody to be saved including all your family members so when you pray according to the scripture God will answer your family members will be saved Ezekiel 33 verse 11. Say to them, as I live, says the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked should turn from his way and live. Turn from your evil ways, for why should you die, O house of Israel? So God says he's not interested in taking any member of your family to hell. So on that basis, we're going to pray and say, Father, because you promise. That is not your will to for anyone to perish. That I pray now and commit A, B, C. Mention them by name before God. And from the day you commit them to God, just trust God; they will be saved. They would never die until they have been saved, because you are holding this. And if God has to send angel Gabriel, He will send Gabriel. If Gabriel doesn't work, He will send Michael. If Michael doesn't work, He will send another one. But He would send and send and send until. They are saved. So far as you hold on in faith and never give up. Are you following me? So let's pray for our family members. Just pray for them. Mention them by name. Mention your parents, your brothers, your cousins, your nephews, your friends. Schoolmates, colleagues in the office. Pray for each one of them. God says he has no death. No pleasure in the death of the wicked I want you to pray that none of the people you have mentioned Would die until they have come to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior They would not die until they have known Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior God is not interested in their death and going to hell He's interested in their salvation They would not die until they have come to the knowledge of Christ Jesus And live for him to his glory And so Father we thank you and we decree that it is done in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, what you do from now onwards is never despair of their salvation. They may be getting drunk. They may be getting booze. They may be blaspheming against God. But anytime time you see them, consider them saved because you've presented them to God. You are the one standing in faith. You are their Daniel. You are their Abraham. You are standing in faith. Until there is a manifestation of their salvation. Amen? So your family members are saved. Say, my family members are saved. In Jesus' name. Amen. Secondly, we're, going, we're trusting God for healing this morning. Healing. If you came here sick, it's a good day to be in church because you're going to be healed. And let me give you the evidence of things hoped for. Isaiah chapter 53 verse 4 and 5 says, Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteem him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. We are healed. This is in the Old Testament. In the New Testament, Jesus has come... And he has carried our sin and our sicknesses. And look at how Peter puts it in the New Testament. 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 24. Who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree. That we, we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness. By whose stripes you were healed. Now, Isaiah is in the Old Testament and said, by his stripes, we are healed. Peter says, it's already happened. By his stripes, we were healed. You are not healed because you are handsome or beautiful you read more Bible. You are healed because Jesus took stripes on his back. And by his stripes, you were healed. You were healed. You were healed. So I want you on the basis of this scripture to claim healing for yourself. You yourself claim it. Claim God's healing for your body. Claim healing for your body. From anything. If you're not sick, claim health for your body. Total health. Total health. Total healing. Total restoration. Total recovery. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you Father. By his stripes. I am healed, I was healed, I am healed, I was healed, I am, I am strong, I am healed, I am healed, no sickness, no infirmity will take me down, I am healed, I am strong, I am well, by the stripes of Jesus, I have the evidence of my healing. 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 I thank you Lord. In Jesus name we pray and everybody said. Yes. Hallelujah. Somebody say I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. Between now And the time there is a manifestation of that healing, there may be spiritual warfare going on concerning your health. Because there is a spiritual entity that says, yes, it has been declared here on earth, but I'm not going to allow it to happen. But your faith is going to bring it through. And there will be total healing. Never, never, never doubt the word of God. You have to count him faithful who has promised that he will bring it to pass. Somebody say, I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm I'm well by the stripes of Jesus. Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mensah Otebih, like his page on facebook follow him on twitter at mensa autobiel email autobiel at centralgospel.com or call plus 233 302 688 000